Welcome to Her Talks Radio, a weekly podcast created to share our voice with you. This is our safe zone, and we welcome you to it with open arms. Our episodes are not created as a substitute for those seeking help from professionals. We are just two women of God sharing our traumas and everyday adversities in hopes of reaching those who look for support and tips on overcoming. These episodes are a glimpse into our lives, and we pray that you leave each week feeling healed, embraced, and restored. I talk, we talk, her talks. Love and light. Welcome to another episode of Her Talks Radio. This is episode 11, and I am here with my girl, Latasha Castillo. This is our first time doing an actual live podcast, so bear with us. I'm just experimenting right now. Um, but I'm happy to have you on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is exciting. It's kind of awkward, right? <laughs> she got me on here doing stuff I ain't never done before. But it's okay. You got to step out and do new things. Mm-hmm. I have been so excited to get you back on the show. Just I feel like when we talk to each other, it's always so real and raw. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, how long has it been since we talked last? Maybe on here, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we just got done talking. Um, probably about three weeks. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, about three, yeah. three to four weeks, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but I am happy to introduce Tasha as a new co-host of Her Talks Radio. So yes. you will be hearing from her at least once a month yes. for now. Awesome. Um, but I want her to introduce what her brand is and what we're trying to do with this whole thing. So all right, well, um. It's called Shatter the Silence. Um, I am bringing aware to sexual child abuse. Um, We're bringing light into a dark place. Mm -hmm. Um, We are stepping out and and just letting people know what it really is and what we should be doing to prevent this and who we can trust and who we should be reaching out to Mm -hmm. and just protecting our children. Things are going on in this world right now, and our children need our protection, and we need to be aware of that. We need to not be scared. We need to be um, couragers, mm-hmm. encouraging people, um, and we need to just bring that light. So, Amen. I mean. No, that's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> I'm all over the place, but that's what we're doing. We're bringing light into the dark place, so that's yes. really what it is. So, like she said, her brand is called Shatter the Silence. So that will be part of her talks now. So we'll have um, a week where we get together and that episode will be called Shatter the Silence and each episode will have a topic. So today's episode, we're actually going to talk about something really raw and kind of embarrassing to some people, but the topic is going to be about sex. Yes. It's an important conversation that needs to be had and people need to be aware of um, of this car and because it's so hard um i think because we're open with each other we mm-hmm. need to be open and give that opportunity for people to understand what sex is really about and you know the things that affect us right mm-hmm. right i know like growing up sex was not a big topic in the household oh, no it's just not that's don't just something you it. run from <laughs> right just don't do it <laughs> yeah. walk out this yeah. house don't open your legs yeah. for anybody just yeah. don't do it and then you get out there into the world and the world grabs hold of you. Yes. And they're teaching you about sex and just all, love, mm-hmm. just all kinds of stuff. So I think right now, this conversation is like, it's perfect timing. Yes. 
So just to um, give you all a little background about me, um, I am a mother of four boys and those boys were not created under marriage. Um, one of them was, <laughs> but not all of them. Um, so that's just a little background about me and I'll get more into it as we have a conversation. So Tasha also has four kids. Yes. Um, and hers were created with marriage. With marriage, mm-hmm. but she also has her stories yes. of sex. Oh yeah. So um the reason why we're having this conversation, we were actually gonna go a different route with our conversation this week. And it was gonna be about the release series that we're going through, but I feel like this also is part of that release. And that's what Yeah, um, I went to church yesterday and this was one of the topics, sexual immorality. Um, And I called Tasha and we had this discussion and she mentioned that this whole process also has to deal with release. Like some of the things that I was saying. So I was like, man, this is the topic that we need. Um, So we didn't have any practice. Um, We didn't have a lot of, hey, let's talk about this, this and this. It's a um, raw discussion. It's a raw discussion yeah. today. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited about it and I feel really comfortable having this talk with you. Yes. So um, that's why I'm really excited to have her on the show because we have that kind of relationship where there's no judgment. And that's right. what this is about. At the beginning of the episode, I always say like, I want, I want to welcome you to this safe zone. It's my safe zone. I want you to feel safe as well in this conversation. So with that being said... I say we just get on into get it. it. <laughs> I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> I mean, this topic is not an easy topic to be it's having. It's not. So. I try to pretend I'm That's the innocent just... one. And it's not about to be like that. So, um, of course, you guys know I always look up the definition to things. So, I was asking Tasha, like, what is sexual immorality? So, I just looked up the word immorality. And what I found is the words connected to it, according to the Bible, is evil, sinful, and wrong behavior. So what I really attach that to is basically it's anything sexual that that's wrong. So that's like adultery, pornography, um, prostitution, just all that stuff. Right. Um, so I want to have that discussion today. Yes. And just kind of talk about our past because me and Tasha, we have both been through trauma And that's really what my platform is. It's uh, trauma, adversity, but how to heal from it. And just giving, um, like empowering uh, other women to live healed in their story. So um, do you want to go first talking about the past? Well, I want to start by saying that um, when we, when in the Bible, when it talks about sexual immorality, Mm -hmm. it's not only talking about um, fornication and adultery it's talking about, you know, um, I'm going to say it, um, but it's, it's being gay and different things like that, but we're not on that level. So Mm -hmm. we're not, we don't judge anybody. We're not going to talk about all of that. We're just going to keep it on our level. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at because we're not in, we're not in the business of judgment and everybody has their own life. So Mm -hmm. I just want to say that, Um, before, because I know when you're talking about the word, you can't just give half the word, you have to give all the words. So it Mm -hmm. does talk about that, but we're not on that level. We're not going to talk, we're not going to get into all that. We're just going to talk about how it, uh, it is affecting our life and what sex has done for us in our life. That's, that's where we're going with that. So, um, 
I just wanted to say that before mm -hmm. we jumped in. Yeah, there. thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so do you want me to ask questions? Because I can do this. You know, I'll be on my <laughs> interview stuff, y'all. Well, for me, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to take it back to, like I said, we on the last podcast that we had, um, we kind of talked about, um, you know, being violated mm -hmm. as children, being sexual abused and all of that. And I think that when you, when your innocence is taken away at a young age, that kind of distorts what sex, sex, um, a sex relationship is really supposed to be like. It, it takes your innocence and you never really get to know like how you're supposed to live and how you're supposed to give your body to that person. Right. And then, and then back then it's a secret. People don't talk about, you know, being molested or, you know, being raped and stuff like that. It wasn't something that people talked about. And then it was our parents telling us, you better not be with this boy. Mm -hmm. You better not go out here. You just better not do it. But they're not telling us, you know, you need protection. You know, it's all about stay away. But the reality is that's not the reality. Mm -hmm. The reality is we're going to be, um, you know, the world is going to show us what the world is about. And right. so this is just bringing awareness to the effects that it had. And for me, um, it affect, it affected me in a way that, um, I didn't appreciate what God gave me, my body understanding it. It wasn't until I was actually 2005 when I actually gave my life to Christ for reals. Cause mm -hmm. I gave my life to Christ in 2003, I think 2003. And so, um, but I didn't really understand the process and what that really meant until 2005 when I moved to Japan and actually gave my life to Christ. So, so can I stop real quick? Mm -hmm. Okay. So my first question to you is what was it? What was your past like as a young kid? Because I think having that discussion will develop into like how you how viewed we, it. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I say at a young age, I got introduced to boys early. So, you know, I dibbled and dabbled, you know, I tried to, um, get love in different places because I didn't have my dad. My mom was on drugs. So I lived with my grandparents at a point of time I was taken away from my mom at nine. So, um, there was a lot of dysfunction going on in my life. And so when you get around boys and they show you attention, that's something that you gravitate towards. And so that's what I did. I was going towards that, but it wasn't until, um, I think with me, um, my, my first time, I guess, wasn't something that I offered to someone. So I'll just say it like that. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. something that I just wanted to do. It was kind of taken from me. And so, um, so from that place, I think I started using men as they used me. Oh, Can I we get, get into yes. that? Um, yes. and so for me, it was like, um, well, I'm not going to put my all into you because mm -hmm. that's not what you're here for in the first place. You know what I mean? It kind of started as being abused and up. So I'm just going to do men like they do me, even though, you know, I was never a prostitute or anything like that. But hey, you know, the truth is, is that I, I did men the way that they, mm -hmm. the, the wrong men did the us as women. Right. And so um, that kind of started my life off as a teenager and kind of understanding that, um, that's how it's supposed to be, which mm -hmm. that's not how it's supposed to be. But when you're not taught right, that's where it is right. for mm -hmm. me. So as a teenager, that's where I kind of got with it. Um, and then as I got married, um, I think that affected me in my marriage. Because when did you get married? I got married when I was 19. 
So I wasn't on my, I was only on my own for about four months before I met my husband. And so, um, I was still kind of in the world and didn't really understand what marriage is. Like I had examples of it, but everybody was cheating on each other. You know, everybody, and there was barely anybody married in my family. And then when Mm -hmm. they were, you know, people cheated on each other. They were still doing their thing on the side. So to me, marriage wasn't something that I took sacred. I knew it was Mm -hmm. important, but I didn't know like how to get myself to stay within that. So at the beginning of my marriage, I wasn't um, as faithful, I would say, you know, I had, I had an incident. um, And so I think for me, I turned my life over to Christ. And then I, and then I, I stepped out of that circle, like that little incubator, like you're not supposed to be around people, your old self, when you're married, you have to stay or, or when you're just now coming to Christ, you have to kind of get around people that are on that path. And so when mm-hmm. I stepped off that path, that's when I, you know, right. I stepped out on my marriage and I had to learn early on at a 19 year old that, you know, the devil's going to get you if you, <laughs> if you allow yeah. him to, you know, the devil's going to get you. And I learned a lot that year, um, about the curse that comes along with adultery. And so for me, um, the soul ties, mm the soul ties when you're connecting your, your, your body with somebody else's body, you're connecting your soul with people, you know? So you have to, and I didn't understand any of that, um, until 2005 when I finally like gave my life to Christ. And then I decided that I was going to do it the way God said to do it in the word. Mm -hmm. So it was a blessing that I was sent, but, um, I didn't understand the soul tie. I didn't understand the value of who I was, my body, my marriage, my, you know, my life. But I knew that I wanted to change those things for my daughter, my daughter's sake. So once I got pregnant with my daughter, everything changed because I didn't want her to be like I was, um, Mm -hmm. and not understanding. But a lot of that is abuse of myself because I was already abused. So I kind of took on that abuse myself. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So, I mean, we can get deeper into it, but we gonna get deep. I would share a little of that, but yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So I'll just talk about a little, a little bit about my past. Do you have a question for me? I mean. Before I jump into it? How Because I don't even know where to start. (laughs) I mean, okay. So, so I kind of gave like a background of how sex was distorted for me at a young age and where it took me and then how I started doing men how. Mm How does that affect you? Like, how do you fit yourself into that being sexually abused as a young age? How do you think that affected your sex life growing up? Okay, I guess. Um, I think it made me very naive. And I think it, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not sure about these things, but I just know how I feel about it. Right. My innocence was taken at such an early age that I started to see things as a fairy tale. Oh. <laughs> Um, so I went out looking for love in okay. all the wrong places. Right. Um, and it was almost like I gravitated towards the wrong person instead of the right person. Right. Um, so it was mm-hmm. almost like because I was abused, I abused myself by selecting the wrong guys. Right. I just really did. Um, so early on, um, I've shared this before, I was molested when I was six. It lasted until I was nine. I was put into a foster home, went to live with my grandparents afterwards There was a cousin who 
threw an advance at me. I think he had to be around 19. Oh, yeah. And I was like 10 years old. Flat chest, not even cute. I have no idea. Um, But I remember that. He didn't do anything to me, but I remember he tried. And go ahead, huh? Did you feel, because you just said something that was key right now. What was that? So because you were molested when you were young and then it happened again, did you feel like you had a target on your back? Yes. Right. And I'm going to get into okay. that. Look, <laughs> I'm about to get into it. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. um, yeah, I have no idea. Uh-oh. <laughs> Excuse us as we pause. Do you need to check that? No. Okay. We're going to keep going. Okay. So, um, I do remember he advanced me, but I was able to get away. I don't know. Something kicked in and I got away. Right. Um, But as I grew older, I was very naive growing up, like going through high school. I wasn't having sex. I wasn't sexually active, but I was still gravitating towards the wrong guys and the wrong guys would gravitate towards me. So that's where that target started. Yes. It was like, man, do I have something on me that's attracting the wrong people? Um, so then when I graduated, I actually did not have my first by choice sexual encounter until right. I was 19. But even still, I was still very naive. It was like I had sex and two months later I was pregnant. Oh. So I forgot everything my mom taught me. Hey, make sure you use a condom. Make sure this and that. It was more like I love this guy. Right. I love him. He loves me. Why not? Right. But I didn't think about the outcomes of what happens when you have unprotected sex. Right. So um, automatically I jumped into motherhood. And I think when my son was five months, I got pregnant again. <laughs> so that has been my trend. Carla just <laughs> likes to produce. <laughs> That's what it seems like, right? So I was producing, but that target was still there. Right. Um, so even during that time, like I was choosing the wrong men. Um, so I went through stages of having STDs. Um, I told you this was going to get deep and it doesn't look like it. Like people will see you on social media like, oh my gosh, she has it all together. No, I have had STDs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been cheated on. I have cheated on folks. (laughs) Um, I have messed with married men and I say men because it wasn't just one and it wasn't just two. Right. Um, But it seems like that thing that was on me, like I just couldn't, I couldn't get rid of it. Like. It was a flesh thing for me, and it had to do with finding love in the wrong places. And because my innocence was taken so early on, I was trying to find that father figure. I was trying to find that love, Mm -hmm. and I would do it by any means necessary, even if it meant I'm breaking up somebody's home. Right. And it's sad for me to say that right now because I've experienced marriage. Right. So I can't imagine if... I was I was done that same way right. because even in my own marriage I have stepped out. Um, but you were done that. Mm-hmm. You were done. That was done to you with your with your oh, marriage. Yeah, that's yeah. how it split yeah. apart. Yeah. So you this you actually true. got this to true. feel. Yeah. So what I that did get like. to feel. I right. did get to feel that. Um, but it. I don't know. Like even with all that experience, I really didn't get it until yesterday. Yeah. You see how things happen? We are it's just the word so of God. hard-headed. It's the word of we God. We are hard-headed. Yes. So I continually took myself through these circles. Like mm-hmm. I would get myself in a mess. Right. I would get back on track. 
But then the minute I go back into mess, it will take even longer to get back on track again. Right. So when I went to service yesterday and just hearing about um, sexual immorality, I felt like that whole subject was about me. Right. It was. Everything he mentioned, I'm like, guilty. Guilty. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can talk about pornography. Um, He even mentioned how um, he spoke on Kurt Franklin and how... Um, he he tried to bring Mm -hmm. pornography into their marriage been there done that right so I'm just like I've seen all that so yesterday I made this big decision Mm -hmm. and I was talking to Tasha about it so the topic of today is I am a new virgin amen I'm a virgin (laughs) I know I did it the wrong way it took me four four times (laughs) but now that's really how I feel so now I have this new outlook on what on what sex really is. Like right. I want to start over again. Right. And I want to take back what was taken away from me. Amen. So I think that has a lot to do do with that release thing. Like I have to release. Like I had to give this up to God yesterday. Right. Um, it was a hard decision for me. Mm-hmm. It really was to like flat out tell God, like, you know what? This is the first time I'm ever gonna say this, but I'm not having sex before marriage. Right. Amen. So when I start dating again, it's like, dude, if you can't if you can't just be with me and not try to advance and try to get me, I'm not the one for you. Right. Like, I'm really not. So that's the place that I'm in right now. The honor and the mm-hmm. respect. And yeah. we kind of shared a little bit um, that I had an experience with that. Um, I redid my vows when we hit 10 years. And even though I, had, I hadn't been with another man since I was younger in my 19... Um, when I was 19 years old, I'm 37 now going on 38, but, um, I, I learned through God that my, I'm worthy of the greatness. I'm worthy of, um, love. I'm worthy of my body is a temple that belongs to God and that I must, um, love myself enough that there is no man that is worthy of my body. Mm -hmm. Um, it might have been taken from me at a young age and the people did things to my body that wasn't, um, allowed given them permission to do, but I myself had the ability and actually I had the control at this point to love myself and respect myself and not, um, dis dishonor God. Cause that's really what it was about. So Mm -hmm. when we hit 10 years in our marriage, I had a wedding and it wasn't just about marrying my husband. It really was about yeah. marrying God and what he says a marriage should be and who I am supposed to be. So for me, that day was um, just valuing myself and loving myself. And not only that, I think um, it was it was like I gave all of my who I was to God, like mm-hmm. the faults, the bad things, the good things, mm-hmm. like I gave it all to him. But I was put back in a position again to where that had to be tested. And, and I can honestly say that that's when I started loving myself the most, Mm -hmm. when I was put in that position to be tested on it. Now I had to leave my, my husband and I had to take my kids to Las Vegas and we already know what's in Las Vegas, you know, the Sin Sin City, City, you know, and pastor talked about it yesterday, but we had to, you know, that's all that it is there. And, um, you can hit any corner and there's a man there, you know? So I had to, as they, as you know, people were coming at me and things was coming at me. 
I had to realize like, I am loved by God. I am worthy. Mm -hmm. You are not good enough for my body. Mm -hmm. You know, you are not good enough to come into this space that I have that God created and touch on this, you know? So, um, that's when I started really loving myself. That's when I realized like, oh, I'm special to God. And that is the pride that I got from it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, then I, I realized that's when, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but no, I, I that's where the love, like for myself really came in. Like you love yourself and mm-hmm. God loves you and he's proud of you at this point. And, um, so even though I was going through a hard time at that time, there was blessings that came out of that. Mm-hmm. And so it was to see where my relationship was with Christ at mm-hmm. that time. So, um, yeah, that's just almost like a test. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I went yeah. through it too. You know, like yeah. there, you know, there's options everywhere. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's people everywhere. But it's like, how much do you love God? Because really, it, I had to take myself out of it. Because how much did I really love myself? It wasn't about me. It was right. about what God said for me. What, how important I was to Him. How beautiful I was, mm-hmm. and how He made me, and what sex really was, and and even. Um, and I'm kind of going to get into that a little bit because the sex kind of, when you're married, when you go through all of this stuff and you connect your, yourself to other people and you do all that, it's going to affect your marriage. Mm-hmm. So when, when you're out here having sex with all these people thinking, okay, well, I'm going to find the one later on, it's going to affect your marriage in the end because you had all these experiences before you got with the husband that you got with and, or the woman that you got with. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're comparing and you're in your mind. I mean, we're human beings, so right. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say, that's not what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, we start doing things like that and it affects the life that you have at this moment. Right. When, when you're not healed from all of those things. So I think that in 2009 or 2019 that we're in right now, and even though we we're not talking about the release series, mm-hmm. it all ties in together because there has to be, um, soul release, soul tie releases. Um, there has to be like, I don't care how much you say, you know, I I have a good marriage right now. I'm sorry. You have some soul ties there that is really there. And you have to be aware of that and ask God to come in there and change those things for you. Even Mm -hmm. though you might not be telling your spouse that, but you know what you're feeling inside. So it's all about being real with God. You don't have to tell your spouse everything, but you need to be real with God because he already knows and you're Ooh, never going to get preach. <laughs> you ain't never going to get that healing yes. if you don't tell God what's real. He wants yeah. all of it. Even I mean, we're sitting here talking about things mm-hmm. that, you know, to people you're not even supposed to be having this conversation. You're not yeah. even supposed to be talking about, but we're giving it all to God. So right. 2019 is all about releasing and being all we have given all of it to God. Yes. And so that's where we are right now. We're giving all of it to God. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're pretty much seeing right now yes. and hearing right now is that we're giving it all to God. So this conversation needed to happen it because did. this affects us. These are the things that get in the way of us prospering in the future. Right. And so, right. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm this is what you. our daily conversations Girl. are like. I, I'm, I'm there with you. And you know, I told you that before. I really feel like um, this particular subject is a major release for me right? because this has been my whole background. Like my whole background is loving on people. Right. I love people. Um, but, and I know that's the gift that God gave me, but it's so, 
easy to use that gift that God gave you for things that aren't good. Right. And you pur- and purposely doing it. because Yeah. Because yeah. I know I attract people. I attract different energies. Right. So I have been known to use that in the wrong way to get what I want. And look, I'm looking, I'm looking. Because I know there's somebody else doing the I'm same thing. I'm telling you. I know somebody else you. is doing it. That's why in Proverbs, um, in Proverbs, God talk about that, that woman you need to stay away from. Because I'm telling you. Y'all, I just have to say, look, now we're on a whole different topic right now. Me, me and Tasha are going through the series of Proverbs, right? Man. And there's this one part in there. And it's like... It's almost like it's talking to the man and it's saying, yes. stay away from that woman. Right. She is there to break up your home. I'm telling she you. is beautiful, but she ain't no good. <laughs> I felt like God wrote that topic about me. Like I felt so oh my bad. I felt so bad. And I'm not saying like, that's who I am now that because I'm definitely not that exactly. person now. Exactly. But I have been the Proverbs right. lady. He th- I, that's who that's I was. That's who you are now. I was You're great. Proverbs 31. Right. We ain't got to that yet. Right. We're we not there, there yet, yeah. but that's the one I am. Yes. But I know that particular part of the Bible right. is specifically talking about me. Mm-hmm. Like it is specifically talking about me. And I, I have to be honest. I wanted to screenshot that part and send it to every man I did wrong. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm in and apologize. Right. I'm sorry. So, that's what I had to give to God and just right. be like, you know what, God, I don't have a relationship with them anymore. Right. But I want to go ahead and ask you for forgiveness. Right. And hopefully, you can put that into them and let them know that, hey, she's not the same person and right. it's done. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I had to release that stuff. So, this is about releasing that and releasing... Like, just like she said, those soul ties. Man. Because, like I said, I love people. So, even if I don't have relationships with those people, I've been known to keep pictures. Yep. To keep phone numbers. Mm -hmm. um, To stay in contact. Yep. And those, yes. (laughs) Yes, to keep track. Um, Those are the things that keep you in bondage. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because then your mind goes into remembering what those times with that person was like. Mm -hmm. Um, It goes into the sexual desires. It goes into lusting. And then it it jumps even far further and it says, okay, well, you don't got that with that person. So go out and look for it somewhere else. Right. And I've done that before. I've done that within my own marriage where it's like, okay, well, you don't want to give me love the way I need. Well, let me go find it. Right. And the devil knows that about you, by mm-hmm. the way. Yes, he, he knows does. exactly oh, he does. that about you. So he will send yes, those people on purpose. Yes, he will. So, yeah. yeah. So it'll be like, I can have a conversation with God, like, God, you know, this is what's going on with me. And, you know, I feel good about myself, right? The next minute. The next minute you get that phone call, (laughs) you get that email, all of a sudden you never see their Facebook post, but now all of a sudden sudden the Facebook post comes and then it's a picture of them posing and you're like, huh, why did I let that go? (laughs) Like it just happens and the devil knows. And to me, those are, those are tests to see where you are with your walk with God. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, if I go backwards, it's going to take me even longer to get back here again. So I think that's what makes me feel proud when I can not do the things that I'm so used to doing. Yes. Like not accepting that phone call Mm -hmm. or deleting that person's number out my phone. That's what makes me so proud because I'm like, you know what? This, this is not who I was before. Right. Before it was just like, I didn't know the importance of my body. I didn't know the importance of the love that God had for me. So I was just like, well, anybody who gives me attention, I'm there. Right. Um, but now I'm just like, it feels so good knowing 
that now I'm waiting. Like I'm respecting. I said this last night. <laughs> I am respecting not only God, right. not only myself, but my future man. Yes. Because now I get to go to him. And when he asks Say me, it. like, he's going to be like, okay, I know she's not a virgin. She has four kids. But I get to look at him and be like, nobody has touched yes. this <laughs> since whatever day. I'm, I'm a virgin you. again. Like, I'm this is pure. You. And I feel like that will bring a, an intimacy that I've never had. Right. Like, I've never had that before. I've never been able to tell a man, like... I'm yours. Right. You know what I mean? So I just feel really excited about it. And honestly, I'm excited. But at the same time, I was telling her, this is the hardest, one of the hardest walks for me. Right. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I said to you, what if I don't get a man until I'm 60? Y'all, I'm almost 40. <laughs> that's like 20 years that from now. That ain't happen. So I'm just like, <laughs> that's 20 years of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what, God? It's okay. It's worth it. Right. It is worth it. it. So worth I'm it. looking forward to it. Yeah. I am. I mean, I, I hear you when it when you say that. Because I, I take pride into um, my husband knowing that, you know, I don't even, I don't even flirt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even look. I don't even, like, I don't desire another mm-hmm. man like that. I just don't, I don't participate in those things, I guess I mm-hmm. would say more. Um, I don't, I don't try to go out there looking for things to get into. I respect my marriage Mm -hmm. and I like that he knows that I'm respecting our marriage so I can go wherever and he doesn't have to worry about me doing anything or somebody, even if somebody walk up to me and say something like the first Mm -hmm. thing I'm married, thank you for the compliment, but I'm married, you know, and I take pride in that. I take pride into, and then, you know, having this conversation, just bringing up the sex and everything Mm -hmm. like that, um, it makes me want my husband more. It makes me want yes. to, you know, be, let him know, like, this is all yours. You know, this is all what it is. And so it's kind of helping me having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, you know, too much information. But last night he enjoyed himself. You know what I mean? Because we're having these conversations. And I we're heard being that. <laughs> you know, we're being real with the situation. Yeah. And so, um, and then there was something else that caught my eye, um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to mention this real fast, but it was something that caught my eye and, um, I think they posted it. I maybe it was on Instagram or something and it's always something on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it was Carly B card, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's her name. Carly mm-hmm. B. She, um, I guess her man had cheated on her. And so he's making up for those things that he did wrong. Oh, mm-hmm. Right. So he um, got this whole hotel and it was like roses from the door all the way to the bed. And then there was like a rose of flowers, like a heart. And then it was just a beautiful setup. Excuse me. And she said, um, sorry, it's going to get a little graphic, but she was like, oh, you want me to suck your thing all night long for hours or something right she put that on. she put it oh. on the video okay. she created right and so okay. you know he did something nice to her so she finna give it to him but then so i was feeling everything she said because you know hey that room looked nice i'm finna hook you up right but then she said something at the end and she said time to get drunk and then the video went off and then i said you have to get drunk to be with your husband Mm. so I was like hmm Mm. how many of us have got to that point where we have to be drunk or intoxicated Mm -hmm. or high or whatever to be with our spouse 
because sex is so distraught or so just it's just so dysfunctional that you got to get into a mood where you got to get drunk you can't just enjoy the sex with your spouse. This is a word, and I have something <laughs> on that. But go ahead, go ahead, girl. go ahead. I, that that stood out to me. Like I was like, I said, I said everything up until that point. I was feeling her until she said that, and I said, "Wow, she got to get drunk to have sex with her husband like that." And I said, "There's something deeper in there." And that I said, is the word that I was gonna say. Let's and go I'm only, I'm only gonna it. say this mm-hmm. out of experience. So right. I'm not trying to teach nothing. Right. I am just gonna share my story. This is all is what um, it's about. So this is my story without telling his story. Mm-hmm. But the person that I was with has an alcohol problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while. I was having that problem with him. Mm -hmm. But as I decided to go on a different route, I started noticing during the times that we wanted to go hang out, like go on a date, have sex, do anything intimate. He would drink first. Yeah. He would drink first. Um, And it caused a lot of problems with us because I started feeling like it was me. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not beautiful enough. Um, He doesn't think I'm fun anymore. In the way, like, what your mind does, ooh, like, your mind will cause you to do some crazy stuff. Yes, yes. Because of what he was feeling and what he was doing, my mind started telling me I wasn't good enough for him, Mm -hmm. which caused me to go and look somewhere else. Right. To -hmm. see if somebody else would accept me when we could have just talked about it. So when you said that, I was like, oh, that's deeper. Right. That is deeper than just having some fun. Yeah. Like... Okay, at the beginning, you know, you yeah. go out, you have some drinks, you with mm-hmm. your spouse or your boyfriend or whatever, right. and you sleep together. Okay, right. it happens. Right. But if you start to see a trend of doing that, that's a lot deeper. Like right. you're dealing with something that you're trying to mask. Right. And on my side, I could say mine had to do with trauma. Right. Because, yes, I enjoy the occasional sex. Right. Um, I, enjoy being, <laughs> I enjoy the touches and things like that. But right. there were a lot of times where I did not. Right. Um, and I think that has to do with my past. Mm-hmm. Because if that person was too aggressive during sex right. or was asking me to do stuff that I didn't want to do, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to lose that person, right. I'm like, okay, well, let me get tipsy real quick. Right. Let me drink or have a shot of tequila or have some wine real mm-hmm. quick to loosen up. So Girl. I'm still the fun one and I'm the cool one and they still accept me. Yeah. So it, like, that's why I say it's deeper. Yeah. Because then I'm drinking because of my past. Yeah. I'm not drinking because of that person. Right. I'm I'm drinking because I'm trying to mask what I really need to heal from. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. When I heard that, I was like, and I and I, this all goes, it ties all in because we we as women sometimes have to get out of our ourselves to mm-hmm. be able to get in that mode for the men that we need to be. But right. on, but that's a, that's a level that we need to get with God on because we shouldn't have to get drunk or we shouldn't have to get tipsy or whatever right. to enjoy sex with our spouse. And, and, and sometimes because of our past or the things that we did to ourselves or the mm-hmm. things that we let other people do to us, it, we have to numb ourselves in right. order to be able to satisfy our partner. Mm-hmm. And so that was just something that I seen there. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I got to bring that out because I'm so glad you did. <laughs> because I'm I was like, like wow. oh, dang. Yeah. Because I was feeling everything she said up until that point. And I was just like, and but it, it didn't, I wasn't judging her. I was just like, oh, there's something deeper there. Right. I said, and I was feeling her. 
I kind of almost felt her pain a little bit inside that she's yeah. not sane. And I was like, but, and she was like, well, let me get drunk. And I was like, but she is a woman who has been disrespected and she's trying to love her man and keep her marriage together. A word right here, because yes. sometimes we have to do things outside of ourselves to keep our marriage together because there's hurt and pain there. Yeah. And so at the same time, that wasn't judgment. I just caught it. Yeah. And I understood her pain. And I, and I mean, I understood her to 150%. That's that, of what un, she was, that's that unhealthy yes, healing where yes. you self-medicate you self and you get on drugs or you use yes. alcohol or you abuse yes. yourself. And I've or, been there and done yep, that. Same I've here. been there and done that. Same here. So I had to get with mm -hmm. God for God to start fixing those things. And I'm not, I'm not even close to being perfect. That's not same. even, it's not even, I'm, I'm on my healing path and that's yes. what I'm trying to have God do for me right now is to heal me so that I can be the whole woman yes. that my husband um, deserves and that he needs. And um, so this is a part of that, you know, mm -hmm. and we don't really talk about sex too much and marriage and all of this stuff. But I'm not one of those people who think that um, I'm just going to be quiet about it because I don't mm -hmm. heal that way. This is me healing right, right now right. and having this conversation. This is our healing journey. This healing journey. Yes. And this is being real about about sex. And I, I appreciate Deacon yesterday for giving mm -hmm. that word because he kind of confirmed it. Like we have to talk about these things, yes. you know, we have to be real. And God said he wants all of our, and we're reading the gift of imperfection right mm -hmm. now. Um, we ain't fully through it, but I recommend this book. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just going to tell you. We're going to talk about it on yeah. one of the shows. Um, but even in that book, she was telling you that your shame, the shame that you have, like we, I'm sure we have some shame here yes. that we have to deal with, but this is us telling our story. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be ashamed of those things because right. shaming keeps you in the past, but, but, um, guilt makes you apologize, get it right and move forward with it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're doing. You know, that we're not trying to stay in that position where right. we're in shame. That's not who we are. And I also want to say this little bit so that you understand we talking about our past. We ain't right. talking about who we are as right. of what we're doing. This is what we did before. That's right. not who we are. So at the same time, don't bring that judgmental <laughs> crap into this because we I are women that. of God and yeah. we are serving God and we are honoring him with our lives. Come with so, the comments if you want, though. I mean, so hey, don't be bringing that up. No, you can space, bring it you know? because I'm sure I got a word for you. You can bring it because I know who but I I'm am in God. I'm telling you. Uh -uh. So I'm just letting you know, like, this is not this is who we were. And mm -hmm. but. I, I appreciate everything that I've been through because now I'm starting to understand that there's somebody else out here that has, that is going through it or has been through it and don't know how to get past it. Right. And this is what God is showing us through our message mm -hmm. that we're, we're here to encourage people. We're not playing the victim. We are victorious. That's we are, right. we are, vic we are vic victorious. That need victorious. Victorious. We're victors. We're victors. <laughs> I feel like it. that needs to be said because yes. so many people feel like if you're sharing your story, mm -hmm. you're living in the past. Yeah. And that's not what that is. Nope. Like God uses our stories to heal yes. and to heal other people. Amen. So what we're doing right now is talking about our past. So the people who are currently walking in what our past was, right. they can, they have a vision of, right. hey, there is healing for mm -hmm. me. So that is what this is. Yes. That yes. needs to be said. And don't yeah. walk in condemnation because God yeah. says he forgives us all for everything we've been through. Yes. When we come to him and we, we lay it all at, out at him, mm -hmm. he he wipes it away like it never happened. People might, for, people might not forget what happened, mm -hmm. but God forgets. And God then 
puts us on a path to righteousness and gets us where he really wants us to go. So mm -hmm. that's a that's a choice of our own to hold those things in. But I think that, you know, this path of um, release um, in 2019, and mm -hmm. I'm going to keep saying it because this is the beginning, yes. release of 2019. <laughs> Take your release. Let God release you yes. from what's happening because we deserve it. We, you know, mm -hmm. we deserve it. He wants that for us. Why wouldn't yes. we want what God wants for us? Because it's always the best, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So don't let people stop you from, and that's what I'm learning more and more every day. Don't let people stop you from what you know God is telling you. And don't let people stop you from what his word is telling you. That's people right. might say, oh, you shouldn't do this. But God is saying, do this because there's a there's something that I have for you on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. So the devil is there to put people in your path to get you off track. And when we were talking about um, when you brought up the fact that um, I think it was like we like people use use things. Um, we're going to take a real quick break. Yes. Go ahead. I don't know what to I'm do. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just talk to you guys. Um, so while Tasha is stepping away, I am going to read something to y'all that we kind of highlighted. And this is just a message for um, anybody who wants to go out there and see the word for themselves. So that's a path that she's at. But that's the path that I'm currently on because I, um, like I've said in the past, I didn't grow up in church. I kind of just went along with other people at church. So I had to get comfortable with going into the Bible and finding out what that means for me. So if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, that whole section is about immorality. That right. whole section. Um, in the way that I read the Bible, I try to get the easy version on my app so I can really get into it. But in verse 18, it says, flee from sexual Im immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Verse 19. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Verse 20. You were bought, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. But I just really wanted to put that verse out there because I feel like it's almost like a wake up call. Like all this time. I've been using my body like it belongs to me. <laughs> yeah, and it really doesn't. Right. And that goes along with tattoos. That goes along oh, with really um, sex. That, go that goes along with everything. Like, this does not belong to me. So I need to respect it. But I just wanted to put that out there to y'all and encourage y'all to go out there and look at it for yourself. Yes. But yes. she is back, so <laughs> go ahead with your work, Sorry, girl. my children. It's okay. Um, but... Uh, well, we, we're already here, I guess, um, our bodies as our temples. And I, I think I was saying before, like, um, don't be in con condemnation. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't feel like because you have done these things that God doesn't forgive you or you can't get past it. Like I was saying, people might keep you in the place that you are, but God has different for you. Yes. So I think that, um, you know, with that, with that being said, our, our bodies is, a temple for God. And so when we understand that you can't just change yourself. And this is another thing we try to change <laughs> ourselves. We say, Oh, we're not going to do those habits. And we kind of talked about that Saturday in mm -hmm. one of our meetings that when you kind of try to change yourself, you might change, you know, a bad behavior with a good behavior, but 
we still have a flesh and that flesh is still that bad behavior that is still deep is in you. still in there. Yep. So, so at the same time, we have to be in God's word. And I'm going to tell you like the, the real change comes when you're in God's word. That's where the real change, when you convert your life over to Christ or, you know, and you, and you do that, that's when you, your life changes for real. So mm-hmm. That's when you have that real change and that's where the relationship comes in. So when you hear us talking about how we feel now and mm-hmm. how we're doing things now and how we love ourselves now, it didn't come because we did it. It, it came because we understand what God, how God sees mm-hmm. us and what he says about our body and, and the love that we can have for ourselves. That's a test. This is a testimony yes. of where we come from and where God is, has us now. But this is, you haven't even seen it yet because we still got some things we're, we're doing right now. We, this is just yeah. the beginning of things. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to encourage you to let you know, like, it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what, where you come from. Like all that matters is that God loves you and you can love yourself yes. and that you can get through anything that has happened to you. And don't let the devil tell you that you are unworthy of his love mm-hmm. and that you can't get past what's going on in your life or what has happened in your life. We are, mm-hmm. we are all gifts from God. We are all gifts of God. Like God, yeah. we are gifts in this world mm-hmm. and we have something special inside of us. So, um, you know, love yourself and know that sh- you worthy. If he can't wait on you, if he can't love you the way you want to, that's his loss. Right. I'm telling you, there's so many men out here that that you shouldn't be caught up with the one that can't wait and love Mm -hmm. you and tell you like, go back to it. It ain't too late when people say, oh, well, you already lost your virginity. Look at this one right here. I'm a virgin again, (laughs) y'all. So go back to it. Do produce the life that you want for yourself. You can always go back and say, I'm starting over. It's never too late. If you get up this morning and you still have a breath in you, it's, it's okay to start over. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, I'm starting over. I'm going back to it and release all the things that you need to release with God's help because you can't do it by yourself. And that's the key. Like you cannot do it by yourself, Mm -hmm. but you can go back and start a new life. You can go back and start a new beginning. Don't let nobody tell you you can't because you can. And so if you want to be that version again, this is do it. You want to be that wife that's just with your husband. Do it. You want, you want, you want a new Wait on God and let him bring you that man. Yes. Let you and there's a there's a scripture that says you have to go through God to get to my heart. Something like that. She's going to find it for us. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. But it says that, you know, you if you want me, you got to go through God to get me. Yes. And that's how it is. That's when you know the man of God is right for you because mm-hmm. he has to go through God. If he ain't going through God and he just coming over here with oh, this talking. Sis, let me just you know, throw this out there. <laughs> If this man of God is coming to you and telling you that God spoke to him about something that concerns you, okay. if God did not talk to you too, that ain't the word for you. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You will know for sure <laughs> yes. if that's the right. Yes, if you it's, will. If it's going against what it's God already told you, it's that means it's not for you. Yes. So absolutely. I'm just I'm just putting that out there because mm-hmm. I think during my whole walk, um of immorality with sex but also getting on the right path with god right i feel like because there are men out there who know that i am growing closer to god that they try to use that yes and they will do that and they They will will, they will use god they will use god to get to you so if i go post a scripture then like a week later you telling me about that scripture and you talking to me well god said this and i need a godly woman and this and no run sis (laughs) run like like seriously 
especially if it does not align with it's what you fleet. already know you're fleet. supposed to be doing, yeah. you run. Yes. Run from it. And I'm yes. saying that to myself as well. So when I say stuff, I'm not only saying it for you. I'm saying it because I am also, like she said, we're going through the healing process yes. as well. So I get a lot of that all the time. And the old Carla would fall for it. You're and right. I would be like, you know what? God must have sent this man to me. He is speaking the word and he's doing this <laughs> and that. But I have to take a step back and I'm like, first of all, did God tell me that? Right. Second of all, does it align with what I'm already doing for God? Right. So mm-hmm. if I say I'm a virgin again, don't come to me telling me <laughs> that God told you that I'm supposed to be your wife and we supposed Ooh. to go multiply because oh. God didn't tell me that. So I just want to put that out there, y'all. Oh my yeah. goodness, girl. That's yeah. a word right there. That's mm-hmm. a word within itself. We yes. can't get into all that we got going on right now. We only got a couple minutes left. Yes, yes. But, but this was a good word. This has been know. such a good topic. Yeah. And this is what STS is about. Shatter the yeah. silence. Yes. I'm calling it STS. Yes. But that's why I'm so happy to have this a part of her talk. So her talks, the vision for this is to create a platform for other other people who are in right. the healing process or going through the walk of trauma or have been through the walk of trauma to show there's healing in it. Yes. So I was so happy to bring you along on this journey I'm and to have to be here. this be a segment. Finally, yeah, shoot. I know. <laughs> to have this as a segment of her talks. I really am. But this is just a glimpse of some of the things that we'll be talking about. Yeah. So because this year for us is release, mm-hmm. um, a lot of our conversation will be about releasing yes. those things yeah. and talking about bondage with sex and uh, imperfections yes. and abuse mm-hmm. and just all kinds of stuff. The things just that get in the way. Yes. The things that get in the way. Yes, mm-hmm. because right now we are on a roll to do God's work. Yes. We really are, but we we're aware that we have to release those things before we can even go any further. So before we end this, like always, sis, is there anything? Don't look y'all. I'm kind of nervous to ask this because I feel like (laughs) when I say, is there anything that you want to leave? She going to start preaching to (laughs) y'all. Is there a look? Is there I'll a phrase? Is there a couple it. of sentences? I'll keep it short. Yeah, that you want to give to those who are listening, just to encourage them in their walk of sex. Yeah, and I kind of said it in in there. Yeah. You know, just um, you're worthy of. Mm-hmm. You know, you're worthy of the love. You're love. You're worthy of the respect. You know, yes. your body is a temple. Um, uh, to God of God, you know, so mm-hmm. respect that and know that you are worthy of that right. and, and love yourself enough to say, step off or you can wait or you ain't worthy right. of me. That's you right. Know? And so you'll be proud in that. You'll mm-hmm. be proud in, in the way that it makes you feel to know that you are honoring God with your body. And, um, Amen. and so that's just, I'm gonna keep it there. That's- no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Um, the message I think I want, I always like to just kind of hear the message out. I don't plan it, but mine is, um, it's okay to start over. Oh yeah. It's okay to start over. And I'm just saying that with my own walk, um, especially if you have been through any type of sexual assault or sexual abuse, molestation, rape, any of that stuff that can cause you to start viewing your body. Um, like because those people didn't respect your body, right. it's easy to for you to not respect your body. Yeah. So it's okay to start over and say, you know what, this body, you can't have this body anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's crazy how many years ago things can happen to you and they still own you. Yes. Oh man. Um. 
it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to give it back to God yeah, and say, is. you know what, God, this is your body. It's no longer theirs. And even if you have to write that on your mirror or yes. say it to yourself in your phone and record it and hear yourself say it over and over, my body does not belong to you anymore. This is God's body. Amen. It's okay to start over and become a virgin again. Yes. It is. It I is. mean, it, it doesn't matter if you slept with him last night. Mm-hmm. Today's or you're in his bed right now mm-hmm. and you catching this, it's okay to get up. <laughs> you better look at him crazy. It's like okay to get up today. and run Amen. and Please. start over. Yeah. <laughs> and start over again. So I just want to leave that. Yeah. So Tasha, where can they find you at? Um, I am on Facebook at Latasha Castile, Shattering the Silence. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'm also on Instagram at boss lady or boss dot lady eighty one. Um, you can reach me at any one of those. Come and check out my page mm-hmm. on um, Facebook. There's so many things that's going to be coming um, mm-hmm. coming up on that page. So um, thank you for listening, and um, this has been awesome. <laughs> We appreciate you. Yes, we do. So like always, you can find me at um, KC underscore happy life on Instagram or on radiate underscore her on Instagram. Um, And there's also a Facebook page called radiate her. It's connected straight from that Instagram page. Um, I'm still trying to get a feel for it. I say that every episode, but I really don't know where God is taking me with it. Um, because I'm not a social media type. Like I love taking the selfies. I love sharing different parts of my life. But at the same time, I don't want to get caught up with trying to get the likes and the number of followers. That's not my goal. And that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to get a message out. So I'm trying to figure out that whole thing out. That's exactly what it's about. But those are the places where you can connect with us if you have any questions. If you yourself have um, something you want to talk about. Um, you have a brand, reach out to me and talk to me. I would love to interview different people. Right. We would love to have you on the show, ask you a couple of questions. Right. So with that being said, thank you for joining us on episode 11 and our new show, Shattered Shatter the, the Silence. Silence. I'm so proud of Amen. you, by the way. Thank you. I'm proud um, of you, girl. <laughs> but we can't wait to get on here again. We love you. We hope you have a great week and we will see you soon.